Hi, I'm Lucas Mack, and welcome to another episode of The Vulnerable Hero, where I define vulnerability as the courage to experience love in its purest form. I want to talk about what I've gone through the past week and a half. It's been quite an experience and a learning and transformative period for me, and I know that a lot of you are going to benefit from this story. A few years ago, I bought a brand new car and drove it off the lot. My wife and I, we looked at different cars and I found one um, that I just loved. I loved the look of it. I loved the feel of it. I loved the smell of it. It was a brand new car. And I justified buying a brand new car for work that in I owned a, a branding agency for for 10 years and, and to look the part, I needed to drive the right car and I enjoyed it. And I took immaculate care of that car. There was no eating allowed in the car. When I took the kids around, um, I took really good care of that car and I valued it remaining as perfect as possible. And Last weekend, my wife was driving it. She was coming home from uh, work and she got rear-ended and she slammed into the car in front of her. Thankfully, she's okay. She's sore, but thankfully she's, um, she's going to the doctor and she's getting, getting it all worked out. However, my car, which I loved, um, was no longer in that perfect form that I tried to keep so hard it remaining as. And I, my first instinct was I don't want it anymore. Even if it gets fixed, it's no longer the car that I bought. It's broken. It will never be what it was. And all these thoughts started running through my head. And I've had quite the week, the past week and a half, in doing some serious internal work, figuring out myself even more. I'm always doing work. I have coaches. I have, uh, I'm doing, doing things all the time to get to the very core of myself to be free. And the reason I share this is I was talking to my wife, uh, the other night, we were talking about the car and, and, uh, I'm driving a minivan as a rental right now. <laughs> and uh, I was, for the first time ever, realized that, because I have battled myself trying to be perfect, striving so hard, and, and the failure and the constant regression when I stumble or whatever happens, the realization that I'm not perfect really corresponded to this car and wanting to discard the car. And for many years of my life for, I mean, when I was 20 attempting suicide, really being suicidal after that until 34 years old, I struggled. Um, I would call it getting snipered. I would be doing okay. And all of a sudden something would happen. I wouldn't be doing as well at work or things would fall through or just life was not meeting my expectations. And I wanted to escape my body. I wanted to get out of me. I needed to get out. 
And it would put me in this really dark, dark experience. In fact, I would tell my wife, I would tell my employees, I would talk about this quite often that I didn't want to be human. If only I could be just, if this body could be like clothing to God himself, if the Holy Spirit could come into my body and just have its way and I would have no will of my own, that was my ultimate vision of what holiness and perfection look like, which left no room for me, which then left me with when I struggled, when I stumbled, it was a stark uh, reality to know I am actually here and I don't want to be here if it means that I can't be perfect. So it was a really vicious cycle because no one's perfect. And the moments I really attempted perfection and strove hard, I mean, I fasted 24 hours a day, fasted every Monday for five years in a row. I fasted, I read, I studied, I pushed myself so hard. And it was this constant cycle of striving for perfection. And then upon realizing that I'm not perfect, (laughs) going down this deep, deep, dark, dark space. And the only way out I felt was to get out, to escape. And this stems from a lot of things. Um, It stems from me growing up, the way I grew up, the way I was raised, the what happened. However, the one thing I want to get on this podcast and talk about today, which I I know it's going to impact you and resonate with you in some way, shape, or form, is this concept of perfection and the lack thereof. So my car, getting back to my car. My car was, I had to duct tape. It was funny. My wife's like, it's really funny. I had to duct tape the trunk shut to take it to the auto uh, body uh, dealership. And this is a car that I took care of so, oh, so intentionally. And it wasn't until last night my wife and I were talking and I realized that the view of perfection being the greatest value is a lie. The view of perfection as being the greatest value is a lie. Being perfect doesn't mean never being broken. How about that? Being perfect doesn't mean never being broken. Being perfect in the concept of whatever perfection is, is allowing the redemptive work in the brokenness to take place so that however you come out on the other side, however my car comes out on the other side, the story, the lessons, the journey, the experience, the healing of that car, so to speak, but also of us as, as human beings. That is the perfect story. That is the perfect narrative. That is the perfect existence. And there is not one person, there's not one of you that has been broken or is broken or 
will be broken that cannot be healed, that cannot be repaired. And it is the redemption, the redemption of the broken that makes it so beautiful. The redemption of the broken is what's beautiful. The perfect person or those who claim to be perfect as I did for a very long time. When I strove so hard and I grinded on myself, so I was so harsh with everyone around me. Harsh. I was not fun to be around. I was harsh and I was self-righteous and I judged others because I could out-articulate them on their beliefs. I knew more... Th- of what they knew than what they thought they knew. And we would, I would battle with these people and I found pleasure in crushing others in arguments because really what I was trying to do is validate my own existence. And all it left me with was more pain and confusion. It left me staying broken. It it never allowed me to go through the redemptive process of being healed. And I I know I'm speaking to someone right now who is in the midst of brokenness. And I don't mean you have gone through a traumatic experience. It's not that a car accident type event smacked you recently. It's that you've been broken for a very long time. There is There are memories that you don't even, you've blocked out you don't even want to go down that corridor of what's in that room in the hallway of your mind. What's behind that door? What happened there? I didn't. I did not want to go there. But part of my healing process has been going into every door, opening it up, looking at it. And then speaking love and speaking truth and speaking to whatever happened as me now of what I wished I would have said then. And the process continues. The journey of healing continues because life happens. However, our perspective can shift dramatically. It's the radical change that most people are searching for. And the radical change is when you realize that striving for perfection is actually a lack of perfection. But being broken, going through the redemptive process, allowing love to heal all that has been hurt, all that has been broken, all that has carried the pain and the scars physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually to do its work to pick up the pieces and bring back together that is perfect that is perfection and it doesn't mean it remained as it was from the beginning it means that from the beginning you never were to remain as you were You are always to go through this and always to hear this message that remaining in the state of trying to be what you were was never the intention of your life. The intention of your life was to go 
through whatever you have gone through and, not but, and allow love to heal you. Allow love to heal you. Your beauty is actually in your brokenness. There's a Zen Buddhist tradition that originated a long time ago. I try to remember the dates, but it was one of the shoguns in Japan, I think in the 1300s, perhaps earlier, that broke a pot, his favorite pottery um, bowl, and they sent it to China. And the Chinese stapled the pot back together with metal staples. And he found it unacceptable. So he sent it to his, his closest advisors and they came up with a plan. They took lacquer and gold powder and put each piece back together, only more beautiful than it was prior to being broken because every crack was infused with this beautiful bright gold. And it's called Shin Sugi or something like that. Shin is gold. It's bringing together with gold. And it's beautiful. And it's a Buddhist tradition, a Zen Buddhist tradition that originated in Japan. And it accepts life as is. Entropy means that order turns to disorder. That is how our existence works. The second law of thermodynamics. Order turns to disorder. So you will never remain in the state of how you came into the world, a blank slate, and you were never intended to. What we all are intended to have is the experience of the brokenness in whatever shape or form, because pain is relative to you, all pain being equal. If we all stand, I heard this from a, uh, a dear friend of mine, if we all stand on the shore of the ocean and there's a giant cliff above us and people push boulders off the cliff and the boulders land into the ocean in front of us, each boulder creates its own unique ripple and those waves will splash upon us. Well, the boulder that to me seems huge is equal to the person next to me. Their boulder seems just as huge. Different circumstances, but the waves all wash up on us the same. So everyone has gone through something. No one has remained perfect. And what we are to do with that imperfection, the lack of remaining in the constant state of perfection, is to allow the redemptive state. I believe the natural order of existence, the natural order of the universe is love. I actually think entropy is love showing that love is the only answer because things break. Yet love restores and love makes perfect. The pottery in Japan with the gold seals, are, that is perfect because it's the story of once, which was, then broke, which is again in a redemptive state more beautiful than it was prior. It was, something happened. And now, because of the intervention of love, it is more beautiful and more valued. A pot with gold 
is way more valuable than just a ceramic pot. And you, my dear friend, my brother, and my sister, my brethren, my sister, and you are more valuable. You are more precious. You are more perfect after the healing than you ever were before the brokenness. This is something that in the Western culture, we don't, we don't talk about as often. It's not the narrative that people really want to talk about being broken. No one really wants to talk, but that's why this podcast exists. The Vulnerable Hero podcast exists for you to have that space in your mind, not at work or at home. Sometimes is it safe to be purely vulnerable until you get vulnerable with yourself and allow the healing, then you can go out and stand in the power of vulnerability in the world. This message is incredibly important and it radically really transformed me the last night. I thought about it, I ran this morning thinking about it. What a beautiful concept. That no longer do we need to strive to be perfect. No longer do I need to have the anxiety of hope this car doesn't get hit because all things will be as they are and we get to release it all and love it all. For all things simply shape us into the beautiful vessels that we become. And I no longer want to escape my body. I no longer want to get out of myself I now want to be grounded, planted firmly on this earth, in the ground, not wanting to escape, but being here. I wrote recently that the word human, you can look at it as a conjunction word, humility and man. Humanity is humility in mankind. And I wrote in that, that there is no unity without humility. So, the, the humble person is the person that acknowledges that they have been broken and it's not by their own doing that they've been perfected. The humble person says, no, I was broken, but love, a greater force than I could ever be, came in and healed me. And yes, I am talking about love in an esoteric force. Yes, I do believe that God, the creator of all that is, outside of what is, because we are in that which is, and I believe he is outside of that which is, because he created all that which is, that his essence is love, that he is love. God is love. And God created all things for us to know love. Fear exists for us to know love. Darkness exists for us to know light. Pain exists for us to know healing. It's not sadistic. It's not evil. It's all things are good. All things are as they should be. And we get to release and let go and fall into the arms of love. For that is the natural order. And just like the pottery in Japan, laced with gold, beautiful, adorned with that gold lining in between the cracks is valued. So are you. So are you. So are you. 
We get to be the people that we dreamed of. You get to be the person deep down you know you really are. I don't care what your circumstances look like, your environment looks like. I don't care looking around and what obligation you feel. You get to be the person deep down you know you really are. And what a beautiful story of allowing the healing to take place. To have that story of, I was, I am, and I will be. I hope this resonated with you. I hope you know that you're okay. That it's going to be all good. That everything is going to work out. There is nothing bad. There is nothing to be accused of. There's just love waiting, knocking at the door, knocking and saying, will you let me in? And it's time we get to let love in to heal all the broken pieces. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I'm honored to walk this journey with you. And no, you're not alone, ever. You can reach out to me on my website, lucasmack.com. You can reach out to me, Instagram, find me on Facebook. You can, you can reach out to me. You're not alone. A lot, I've had some really cool messages. Uh, a veteran, an army vet who's gone through a lot of PTSD work um, has messaged me and I really appreciate, you know who you are. I really appreciate you reaching out and I'm proud of you for going through the process of being vulnerable and getting the healing. Everything is good and we will continue to journey together towards freedom because that's what vulnerability brings. My name is Lucas Mack. It is such a pleasure having you join this podcast. As always, like it, subscribe to it on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you find this podcast. Subscribe, rate it, share it with friends. It's time that we get to be the vulnerable heroes in our lives and no longer allow the accusation that we are to be discarded and that we're broken and never to be repaired or never to be esteemed valued again, never never to let that lie reside in our minds or in our hearts ever again. So thank you, and I look forward to talking with you on the next episode.